Hello there, listeners. This is your old friend, D.W. Washburn. And if you're like me, I know you yearn to know more about each and every citizen that inhibits this strange little town. You want to know every single sordid detail about their lives. Who knows what's going on behind those eyes? Like Buddy. That boy has more layers than the raggedy man. Unfortunately for you all, you don't have these wonderful powers to just look at a person and know what's deep inside their soul like I do. But thankfully, you don't need to. Especially not when there is a fabulous new book to peel back those layers just for you. It's called Interludes from Melancholy Falls. Volume 1, and it's available on Amazon.com. Available in both ebook and actual book form. It features 16 stories set within the world of Return Home. Mm-mm-mm. These stories will make you laugh, <laughs> make you cry, and make you scared. But it will make you hungry for more, too. You may even find an appearance from yours truly in there. Again, it's called Interludes from Melancholy Falls, Volume 1, written by Jeff Heimbuck. Get yours today. Otherwise, you might just get a little visit from me. And trust me, you won't like my unscheduled house calls. Now I must be off. I'm late for a date. What are you still doing here? Isn't it time for you to return home? <laughs> Toodaloo. Previously on Return Home. My name is Jonathan Barker. After five years away, I returned to my hometown of Melancholy Falls after receiving a mysterious phone call. Oh, Jonathan, return home. Along with my best friends, Buddy and Amy, I found that larger forces were at play. I was a pawn for the Society of Shadows in their fight against the coming darkness. Serve the shadows! So far, our encounters with the problems of Melancholy Falls have been less than normal, including facing off with the physical embodiments of the Seven Sins. Avarice, of course. We don't know what comes next. But we do know that we are in this together. Seriously, we just became an episode of Scooby-Doo. It is now time to return home. Much like our adventures always begin, the last few days have been quiet in Melancholy Falls. It had been nice at first, but in a place like this, you get used to all the crazy stuff happening all the time, and the quiet starts to make you nervous. Good morning, sleepyhead. <sighs> Why are you up so early? I'm not up early, I'm up late. <sighs> 
are you having trouble sleeping again? Not exactly. Oh, so your date went well last night, huh? You could say that. Coffee? Yes, please. It's way too early to tackle the paper without some coffee. I still can't believe you read that thing. I mean, you must be the only person under 60 who still reads an actual paper. You know you can just get all that news on your phone now, right? Well, I can do the crossword with a real paper. I've done it every day this week, actually, and I'm kind of on a roll. Besides, there might be something important in the paper, like an article about something strange and weird happening. You never know. That's not even a local paper. The only way anything weird about this town makes it into that paper is if we're all magically transported to the middle of Times Square, which already happened two years ago, and even then, they just thought it was some street art installation. They gave us a pretty good review, actually. Okay, okay, fine, you're right. I just like reading Family Circus. Don't lie. No one likes reading Family Circus. Who knows? Maybe I'll get lucky and find a portal to another dimension on my way outside. Well, if you don't fall into the Twilight Zone on your way to the porch to get that paper, at least let me read the comics before you spend all day trying to figure out that damn puzzle. You got it. Hi, this is Jonathan. Oh, yeah, he's here. Hold on. I'll just... Oh, okay. I, I see. Uh, yeah, I'll let him know. Alright. Bye. That was... strange. Please don't tell me you actually found a portal. No, I got a call. For you. Really? Who would call me on your phone? It was the guy from the repair shop. He, he said your car is ready to be picked up? Well, that's good news. Why didn't he just call me? He tried. He just kept getting that whisper voice. That's odd. It's been a little while since they spoke through me. Well, that's not... Exactly true. What's that supposed to mean? You've been whispering in your sleep. Like, a lot. Really? Yeah, you kind of woke me up a couple of times this week. It's actually creepy waking up in the middle of the night and hearing that. You know, that would explain why I've been so tired recently. I started wondering if I had a split personality who ended up starting a underground fight club or something. Really? Fight club's been on HBO a lot lately. I can't help myself. I mean, have you seen Brad Pitt? Woof. Okay, but that still doesn't explain why he got the whispers every time he called. Maybe the Society of Shadows doesn't want me to get my car back. Oh, I wonder if my car's getting repossessed. Ha <laughs> ha See what I did there? It's probably more likely that Zane was just screwing with you. Fair, but I still like the idea of having a possessed car that could fly or talk or something cool. You ready for breakfast? Absolutely. What'd you make today? It's my famous breakfast a la buddy. So, hot dogs? Hot dogs on toast with hash browns and a side of bacon. Really? You call that breakfast? If it comes with hash brown and bacon, that makes it breakfast in my book. Okay, fair. <clears throat> Are you forgetting something? What? Did we start saying grace without me knowing? The comics. Oh, sorry. Here you go. Now, let's see what Marmaduke is up to today. Oh, Marmaduke, you slay me. After we had finished our breakfast, we went to pick up Buddy's car. As we pulled up to Jerry's auto repair shop, we could see the mechanic, Jerry, arguing with another customer. Well, I'm sorry it took so long, Mr. Johnson. Sorry isn't good enough. It should have been done weeks ago. What happened to you, Jerry? Used to be a good mechanic. Now it takes too much for you to finish a simple tune-up? It was a little more complicated than that, you know? The bumper got damaged pretty bad when it was left in the yard, and it took several weeks to get a new one shipped in. You damaged my car? You're damn lucky there ain't another mechanic in this town. Yeah, sure am lucky, all right. Yeah, hasta la vista, jackass. Um, excuse me? Can I help you guys? I'm here to pick up my car. Oh, shoot, right. You must be Buddy, right? Ah, sorry, it's been sitting here for a while. 
I tried calling, but every time I called, it was just those whisper voices again and again. Kept saying something like, uh... Yeah, that's it. I looked at Buddy, who stood next to me ramrod straight, and his eyes were pitch black. Apparently, without my realizing it, he had become possessed by the whispers yet again. Anyway, the only number I had for him kept calling those whispers, but that makes it awfully hard to give someone back their car, you know? Lucky for him, I remembered he came here with you when you picked up your car, so I figured I'd look you up. Hey, uh, he gonna be okay? Oh, yeah, he usually snaps out of it pretty quick. Hey, Buddy? Buddy? Hey, over here. As I snapped my fingers, Buddy came up from out of his trance. What? What did I miss? Well, if you both just follow me, we'll get you your car back. So those whisper voices and him being possessed by them? That doesn't seem weird to you? Out of the ordinary? Bizarre? The whispers? <laughs> of course not! Anywhere else, I'd be calling the 6 o'clock news, but here in Melancholy Falls? That's just another day. Hell, for a couple of months, the guy who delivers gas for the pumps out front did that whisper thing every time he came by. It's kind of nice, actually. Now he's just back to being a jackass. Jerry the mechanic took us out back and into the yard behind his shop. Being a typical mechanic, it certainly looked like a junkyard, with a few old cars, scattered parts, and rusty scrap all over. Buddy's car was parked behind a storage shed near the back of the yard and covered by a tarp. Say, uh, what'd you do to this thing anyhow? I had to completely replace the front end. I, uh, drove it through a house? Now, uh, why'd you go and do a thing like that? Well, we were kind of being attacked by the Raggedy Man, who was summoned by a cursed record. Oh hell, you mean that thing about the Robina Mansion? Had a couple other cars in here that got into some fender benders trying to get away from there. Tell you what though, that Kayleen Robina throws one hell of a party, doesn't she? You could certainly say that. Anyway, here we are. Something seemed off with Jerry because he seemed nervous. I couldn't place why. Do you, uh, do you want me to pull the top off for you? Unless you want me to drive it with the cape attached. Well, alright. As he pulled back the tarp, we noticed several large chunks were missing from the front of the car. The bumper, the grill, and most of the fender were all gone. Wait, I thought you said it was done. It almost looks worse than when we brought it in. Oh no, not again! Please, not again! What the hell is going on here? And not again what? It's this damn yard! It's happened before! Small things at first, just some old junk. Didn't think anything of it, but then... Well, this is gonna sound crazy. Oh, trust me, we know crazy. Well, one morning, I came in, right? I found the car I had parked out front with its front bumper missing. So, I started locking them in the yard here, away from possible vandals. That was fine for a while, but now things are going missing in here too. Hell, it even happened in your car too before you got it back. Wait, really? Is that why it took so long? I was all done, I swear. But then, right after, the next morning, the trunk's lid and the side view mirrors were gone. I had to fix it up again before you came. This is the third time it's messed with this car now. So there are car thieves in Melancholy Falls? That seems a little too normal. Any idea who could be taking them? No. We used to have this stray dog that would wander into the yard and take some smaller things. License plates, mostly. Thought they were his playthings. But I ran that mud off years ago. But those were license plates, not bumpers and fenders. That would have to be one hell of a dog. I looked around the yard for anything that would look suspicious. 
There were some large holes in the ground nearby that seemed to lead from Buddy's car to the back fence. I'm no expert, but those could be tracks, right? They could be, but it stopped just before the fence, so where would it go? Anything with feet that big? I bet it could just jump over the fence, right? Hey, Jerry, do you have a security camera or anything? Well, I have one out front and one inside, but nothing back here. Any chance you have a spare lying around? Afraid not. Hmm. Hey, buddy, you still have some of that old computer stuff in your attic, right? Um, yeah, why? That stuff is ancient, and I really don't want to go digging through all those dusty old boxes. Or we can just stay here all night. On second thought, digging through those boxes doesn't sound so bad. Jerry, hopefully we'll be back before you close up. We'll figure this out. Really? Just like that? Just like that. Well, thank you! You guys don't know how much this means to me. If this all doesn't stop soon, I'll be out of business. Sure thing. Looking into weird stuff like this is kind of what we do these days. Buddy's living room was slowly filling up with old dusty boxes of junk. Not just old computers, but also toasters, TVs, video game systems, and more. Pretty much anything that had been replaced around the house got packed away and put in the attic. It's a good thing I'm a bit of a pack rat. Oh look, it's my old Atari! I wonder if this thing still works. Let's not try it just yet. We still gotta find a computer we can set up with a webcam at the shop. What about this one? Oh, that looks pretty old. Does it even work? It's not that old. I might have something newer around here somewhere. Oh, it's my old Super Nintendo and it still has Mario Kart loaded in it. You know, I, I actually think this could work. My old digital camera? Uh, yeah, I think we could just plug it into this old computer and, and record the video from it all night. We might even be able to set up my laptop and stream it from here. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I think it will work. Oh, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I just found the extra controller for my SNES. In that case, we better take this down to the shop before you find your Sega Genesis. Oh, you're no fun. Buddy and I returned to the auto shop, just in time to hook up the old computer and camera before Jerry the mechanic left for the evening. I set up my laptop to monitor the video at Buddy's. Though instead of watching it, I ended up joining Buddy in a late night Mario Kart tournament. The next morning, I grabbed the laptop and watched the video while Buddy cooked breakfast. How's the search going? See anything weird yet? Not yet, unfortunately. Even when it's sped up, it takes a while to watch 12 hours of video. Couldn't you have set it up so it only came on when something moved? Nope. Even if we could, it wouldn't matter. The tree in the background is moving in the breeze, so it would have been on the whole time anyway. Wait, I don't remember there being a tree in that yard yesterday. I slowed the video down and turned up the volume on my laptop. What I thought was a tree was actually a gigantic beast. It was off in the shadows in the far back of the shop's yard, so it was hard to see exactly what it was. All I could tell was that it was huge and appeared to be slowly dragging an object almost as large of itself toward the back fence. Whoa, what the hell is that? I, I don't know. That thing is huge. What the hell is it trying to take? It looks like a pickup truck. Return Home, Episode 19, Beast. You just listened to part one of three. It was written by Tom Reben and produced by Jeff Heimbuck. It featured the vocal talents of Forrest Orta, Cleve Nettles, BJ Grip, Jeff Heimbuck, and Pickles. The original musical score was by Corey Celeste. 
You can find out more about the show and find Return Home merchandise by visiting our website at returnhomepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash returnhomepodcast, on Twitter at returnhomeshow, and on Tumblr at returnhomepodcast. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us by leaving a review on iTunes or contributing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash returnhomepodcast. Questions? Comments? Need a repair from Jerry the Mechanic? Send us an email at returnhomepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, pleasant dreams.